Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I am your host, Lydia Sin. I am a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, and I am passionate about living a frugal, debt-free life. And each week, I like to show you how in a very real and honest way, because real life doesn't always fit inside of a cash envelope. So this is a place to have discussions, to laugh at our past mistakes, and to learn about money. For the past few years, I have spent way too much online shopping. And I have worked really hard to curb my online spending. And so today I wanted to share with you a few tips on how to do just that. So online shopping feels like a blessing and a curse. I mean, let's be honest, over the past year, it has been super helpful both to prevent the spread of illness, it has supplied jobs for people, but it's also a little too convenient to lay in my bed and order anything I want from the comfort of my phone. Sometimes it's great because it's things like a grocery pickup order, and sometimes it's not great because it's things like all the dresses that no one needed. So because it's so easy to shop, it is so easy to overspend. And in 2020, consumer online spending was up 32% with the help of the pandemic, no doubt. U.S. shoppers spent, are you ready for this number? $791 billion shopping online in 2020. What were you buying? What was the weirdest thing you bought online last year? I'll go first, ladybug larva. So how do you curb online spending? I have seven tips. So obviously, number one, unlink your credit card go to those shopping sites and unlink your credit card. That one-click shopping oh, it gets me in so much trouble. And it feels like everything is now linked today. So websites that aren't even owned by Amazon, you can still do Amazon checkout, which just, it's way too convenient, way too easy to spend money. So unlink your credit card number. That way you have to get up, find your wallet, pull out your card, go back to where you were, you know, you had your phone or your computer. Anything you can do to give yourself a little speed bump in the process is going to be super helpful. Track how much time you're spending just browsing. If you're on your phone, use something like the screen time function on your iPhone. There's also an app called Rescue Time, and it'll tell you how much time you're spending on various sites. Because you might not be buying anything right away, but you may be spending hours searching, window shopping online out of boredom, which can breed its very own discontent. So even though you may not think you're doing anything that's going to cause you to spend money, Go ahead and track how much time you're actually spending on shopping websites. Be careful who you follow, both on social media and elsewhere. It's really easy to find someone you like online, someone that you relate to, because relatability is super important. And then you find that every few days they're putting a swipe up link or a link in my bio or a link in my profile or a link in the video description. Well, no one forces you to spend money. We're all grownups, right? No one forced you to click on that link or swipe up or whatever and make a purchase. That was a decision that you made. However, not everyone has your best interest at heart. Sometimes people share things. A lot of times people share things because they're going to get a commission. Someone has a coupon code. You can bet your bottom that it comes with not just a small affiliate, but like a big affiliate promotion. They're not necessarily doing you any favors by saving you 20% off a t-shirt from Sense of Style. 
it comes with a motive. And while there's nothing wrong with wanting to make money, there's certainly nothing wrong with it. Just think, this person's not necessarily doing you a favor. They're trying to get a paycheck. And while I am all about people hustling and making money, I also want you to save money. So just think, did I want this? Or did it look cute on that person? And now I want to buy it because I want to be cute too. This next one is a very easy tip. Use something like Unroll Me to unsubscribe from promotional emails. You can create a quick account, log in, and you can mass unroll yourself from multiple email listings. Promotional emails are not your friend. You do not need any more candles. You don't need any more three-wick candles, okay? Even if they're buy one, get one free. Even if there's a 20% coupon, you don't need them. So unsubscribe from that Bath & Body Works newsletter, okay? Just do it. So another thing I like to do is track what I didn't spend. So I just keep it in the notes app of my phone. And when I see something cute that I want to buy, I stop, I put the price in the notes app at the end of the week, I total it all up and I see what I didn't spend. And sometimes I move that into savings because remember, this is my next tip. Remember how quickly everything adds up. $10,000 a year is just a little more than $27 a day. $27 a day is $10,000 a year. So you may think you're just spending a little bit here and there, but it adds up so fast. So total it up at the end of the week, move it into savings if you can, or put it towards your goal, put it towards your debt, whatever you want to do. What is your spending triggers? This is a story that I have told before, but in the spring, summer of, but in the summer of 2018, I had so in 2018, I had committed to a no spend year. I wasn't going to buy any clothing for myself. And we had gone to church that day, gotten our kids out of the nursery, gone home, and I had overheard a conversation while we were there. There was a pregnant lady. Somebody asked her when she was due. She said, in, you know, the date in January. And that had been my due date for a baby that I had lost just a few months earlier. And I came home, put my kids down for a nap. Jason went to work in the yard. I was really snappy with everybody. And I was sitting here in my quiet house and I picked up my phone and I started looking on Amazon for stuff I didn't need because I was trying to fill that void, that sadness that I felt. So notice what your spending triggers are. Are you bored? Are you sad? Are you missing home? Are you in grief? I say not to make big financial decisions during six key periods of your life, and a time of grief and mourning is one of them. Other times are, you know, if you've recently moved, gone through a breakup, had a baby, graduated from college, made a career change, those sorts of things. These are not the times to be making big financial choices or even going to a big box retailer store, because I don't know about you, but I go into some of them and I enter like a fugue state, and then I walk out and I've spent $187. And finally, give yourself a cool off time. So maybe there's something you've had your eye on for a while and it's at a good price. Put it in your cart, go for a walk, go to work, call your mom, go to bed, go do something productive with your time. If you come back eight hours, 12 hours a day later and you still want it, then maybe it's the time to purchase it. But sometimes it's that immediate rush of 
that that dopamine hit from making a purchase and then the waiting period before it arrives. And so we need a time to cool down before we commit to a purchase. So do you struggle with online spending? Is it your downfall? Let me know. You can leave me a comment over on Instagram. You can find me at my blog, frugaldebtfreelife.com. And I would love to know if this is something that you too struggle with. And that wraps us up for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And I would love it if you would leave a review. You can do that by swiping up or over on the artwork of whatever device you're listening on and leave a quick review. And that is how people find it. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for being here. And I will talk to you soon.